apocalypse, everybody. Happy 2020. This banner year of bullshit that we're all facing. It's uh, It's been quite a while since I've recorded anything, and I apologize to anybody that faithfully followed for a while and then fell off. Well, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And again, I, I, I do apologize. Welcome back to This Is Why I Drink. This is Jeremy, your host, the creator of this podcast. And if you've looked at the title of this podcast specifically, then you're probably going to want to call me arrogant. You're probably going to want to call me cocky, so on and so forth, because I get called that quite a bit for starting this podcast and saying certain things that I say. Now, with that being stated, I don't give two shits if people call me cocky and arrogant until they can fucking prove me wrong. So that being said, the title of this episode is Called It Because I Called All of This Shit Last Year and nobody wanted to fucking listen. And the few of you out there that follow me that did listen and did engage with me and said, man, I completely agree with you. Family and friends that were like, I never thought about it that way. Holy shit, everything you're making makes, or you're saying, good God, I can't even talk today, sorry. Everything you're saying makes total sense. Why hasn't anybody ever talked about this? Well, I'll tell you why, people. Because... Most of society just wants to be entertained. Most of society doesn't pay attention to what's actually going on. They want to bitch. They want to whine. They want to complain about it. Yet they never want to come up with a solution. They want to complain till the day is long. They want to constantly sit there and go, oh my God, it's just so terrible out there. Oh my, like, I know it's just so bad. Why is it so bad out there? Why can't we all just get along? But then all they ever do is focus on their own fucking entertainment. Never actually start training and raising their kids with a solution oriented mentality. They never start talking with their friends about things they can get involved with in communities to just go help clean shit up or to help engage with other people of different social backgrounds and build bridges of true equality by creating equal opportunity and mutual respect. They just want to whine, bitch, and complain about it on social media. They want to whine, bitch, and complain about it over drinks. And they get drunk enough that they just joke or they scream and say, good vibes only. I just want to feel good. And then when shit hits the fan like it has in 2020 with COVID-19 and now all this divisive racism black lives matter bullshit out there people lose their fucking mind and instead of thinking it through they act impulsively erratically it's pure semantic emotion very little logic and rationale and it starts us back in the same tailspin that i talked about last year And if any of you don't remember what I'm saying, I'm pulling up the episode right now. Last year on the episode called, I can't even remember my own damn episodes. How sad is that? Shit, my bad. On the episode 
part eight of the racism series where I talked about the good God, I can't speak today. Talked about the Kool-Aid we keep drinking and the manipulation of equality. And I ran through the entire list of all the shit that we constantly talk about, yet we never fucking fix. And we keep electing the same bullshit officials into office that have been there for decades, have never fixed any of it. And then anytime we actually make a change in Congress or the presidency, it's more lip service by electing fucknuts like Ocasio-Cortez, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, and individuals that do nothing but race bait, create more weaponized victim mentality. They're feminazis. They have a left-tard mentality that is absolutely worthless because it's purely based, as I will constantly say, on emotional semantics. And the, ra- and the radical righties aren't any better because they don't want to deal with any of it. So the leftards are screaming, hooting, and hollering left and right about everything under the sun being horrible. And the radical righties just want to bury their head in the sand. That's why you never hear any of the Republicans really back Trump. They're pussies. And you guys, like I said... If you want to call me arrogant, cocky, so on and so forth, go for it. I'm fine with it. Prove me fucking wrong, and then I'll shut up. You can't. That's the best part. And I know this sounds really arrogant. I don't give two shits. The list of things I called out last year on the episode called The Kool-Aid We Keep Drinking and the Manipulation of Equality is that we always talk about nine things that affect the economy of this nation, keep us divided because most of us in this country are broke as fuck, don't have two cents to rub together, yet try to live this litty lifestyle on social media. And that list of nine things is number one, racism. Number two, religion. Number three, sexism, gender equality, abortion, because they all tie together. Number four, LGBTQ. Number five, immigration. Number six, homelessness. Number seven, gun control. Number eight, climate change. And then if all of those things fail, all of the sudden, foreign policy with some country that we haven't really been on good terms with already is failing, and we might just fucking go to war with them. Well, look at how 2020 started. 2020 started... With shit going down with Iran, and we might be going to war with Iran. There were missile strikes from Iran, from the U.S. We took out one of their generals. I called out all the fucking BS naysayers out there on episode two of Return of the Alpha for 2020. And said, if you don't like it and you want to bitch about how bad this country is, get the fuck out. We don't need you here. We don't need any more people that don't want to actually fix this nation and help us get back on track living here. Get the fuck out. Go over to Iran, especially to all the fucking cracker Hollywood celebrity females that were screaming about it. Go over to Iran. Like I said in that episode, you're literally going to be nothing more than a flesh-colored blow-up doll to them. That's how they treat women over there. So if you want to run your mouth, get the fuck out. 
And I ran through all these things and I said, we always come back to racism. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? We had Iran, then we had COVID from China, which I don't give a shit what anybody says. That was a planned strategic move by China because the administrations before Trump that sold our asses out to China backed a shitload of research into how to weaponize biologics. We had three people arrested. Well, two people arrested, one actually got away working at Harvard to actually weaponize biologics. One was a Harvard professor working there. Two were Chinese nationals that were found out to work for the Chinese military. How the fuck do they get past us with that unless they're allowed to by our government? And one of these people, one of these Chinese nationals was arrested at an airport with close to 20, if not more, I can't remember the exact number, biologics in a sock that he was going to take back to China. And then, of course, as soon as all that starts happening, talks of potential war with China come out. So we're still stuck on number nine, foreign policy and war. And China went after all this shit because the fact that they didn't like how Trump forced them into a trade deal that they didn't want to sign. He was like, he explained to them how their entire economy is going to collapse if they don't do this. And if you know anything about China, they're a shit show. I'll get into that in another episode. They are a fucking wreck over in that country. And we're not far behind them right now. So guess what we do after we finish up with number nine, foreign policy and potential war between us, Iran, and us and China? Hmm. We hit the reset button, people. We went right back to the tried and true, most divisive thing out there, racism, which I have already proven by definition of the word that racism does not exist the way that it is sold to us. We only ever focus on the oppression side of things. We never talk about the fact that you could wholeheartedly admit another ethnicity is superior to you in some regard. And even though you admit they are superior, by definition, you are still being a racist. So it's not just oppression. And we went right back to it. Anybody that thinks the murder of George Floyd wasn't planned, wake the fuck up. You can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want. Do you know the definition of the word conspiracy? The definition of the word conspiracy is plans made in secret to cause harm. Well, if that's the definition of conspiracy, guess what? Every premeditated robbery, murder, terrorist act, all of that shit is a conspiracy. Anything that has ever been planned in secret is a conspiracy. So guess what? This isn't that far out there. And I will dig into this. In the next few weeks about how this is purely systematically planned. And if you pay attention and actually start listening to the ginger, you'll start seeing that this is not far out there. This is legitimate. George Floyd's death was planned because guess what? COVID was failing. We were finally starting to get our heads out of our asses a little bit. 
Kobe Bryant's death really did unite the country in a way. R.I.P. Kobe. That sucked. And at the same time, it did really start bringing out a sense of, okay, we need to start embracing each other more. We need to start appreciating life more. What happened right after that? COVID. Once COVID was proven to not be as lethal as the mainstream left-tard media was trying to make it seem, what happened once we started to let things open up again? George Floyd. Well, then what happened after George Floyd? All of these bullshit Black Lives Matter protests, and again, I'll get into why they're bullshit later on in in future episodes, all these bullshit Black Lives Matter protests, And then all of a sudden the country has to start locking down again because COVID cases are spiking and they're blaming churches, restaurants, bars, movie theaters, and health clubs for the spread instead of the hundreds of thousands of dipshit people flooding the streets, pro, sorry, try not to burp into the microphone, (laughs) protesting Walking up and down streets in the hot-ass sun with their unkept nether regions sweating all over and spitting all over each other because they're screaming at the top of their lungs about justice for Floyd, BLM, yeah, fuck you, cracker, fuck you. And none of that was ever said to be part of the reason for the spike. I mean, fucking left-tard governors and mayors have actually come out and said... Well, we're going to shut down public gatherings, but protests are okay. You stupid cocksucking sons of bitches. You're the reason all of this shit is so bad. And the rest of the American public, that's a bunch of mindless fucking lemmings with their heads buried in the sand or just blindly following. You're also the fucking problem, people. Wake up. Again, call me cocky. Call me arrogant. Prove me wrong and I'll shut up. You can't. That's part of the reason I started this series for 2020 called Return of the Alpha. Because you need good, strong, balanced alpha men that are willing to talk not only about the problem, but are also willing to talk about the solution. And I'll give Trump a little bit of credit because even though he got wrecked for HCQ initially... He was trying to talk about a solution when it comes to COVID. And the funny thing is, oh, wait, now CNN, MSNBC, and all the other left heart outlets are saying, well, HCQ has actually been proven to show, you know, progress. It's really helped people in hospitals. Initially, they were bashing the fuck out of Trump. Guys, wake the fuck up. You're being played. You are being played and you're on the hamster wheel. Somebody's skin color doesn't mean shit. Their conduct and their character is what matters. And if they get so easily triggered that they start burning down cities, businesses, and the like in multiple neighborhoods instead of going about the right way, if they get so mad that they start becoming destructive towards other human beings instead of trying to fix the problem, in this country, they are the fucking problem and they don't deserve to have a voice. Like I said in my last episode, the fucking mindless lemming mob does not deserve to have a voice. Period. End of story. 
and all these people out here screaming and yelling, if you look at the majority of them, they're a bunch of fucking left-hard feminazis. There aren't very many good quality strong men standing up and speaking to to help find a solution. It's all these feminazi leftards screaming and yelling and ranting and raving and all these guys who tuck it back for fun on the weekend that are causing the problem. Wake the fuck up, people. I called it. If you start listening and you start actually paying attention to things that we can do to fix all this, they're fundamental. They're simple. They just take time. Will we see them happen in our generation? Maybe not. Can we sure as fuck start planting seeds so that they happen two to three generations down the road? Absolutely. And that's what we need to change. I'm sick and tired of seeing all this shit constantly go wrong, being able to easily pick it apart. And then when I talk to people that I think are actually intelligent, they try to argue semantic bullshit and say things like, well, that's your opinion. I'm like, no, if it's backed with actual fucking fact and it's easily proven, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. And they say, well, that's your opinion. Then I explain to them what the, that the definition of opinion has nothing to do with fact, or I should say at bare minimum, is rarely backed by fact. And they go, okay, well, yeah, but I mean, that's, just, that's still just an opinion. All they're doing is saying, I don't want to fucking deal with it. I don't want to actually take accountability for making my country better. Guys, we got to start getting back to the attitude of a JFK. I'll be completely real with you. That was probably the last truly great president that played right down the middle of the line and really, really tried to talk to both sides of the political aisle to get us to work together for the betterment of this entire country. We don't have statesmen like that in this country anymore. We've got a bunch of whiny ass little bitches running this country. They all need to be gone. Folks, I'm going to dive into more and more of this stuff over the next few weeks. I'm going to be releasing multiple episodes per week now that I'm recording at home. And my man Keith from Mix It One Studios, he's still going to be helping me out because I'm going to send these to him for him to edit and make sure they don't sound like shit. <laughs> um, guys, it's, it's not that hard. I've said it from day one. It's not that hard. It's very simple. So simple. The thing about simplicity is that it still takes work. It's just like getting in shape and staying in shape. It's a simple process. It still takes effort and time. And we don't ever consistently stick to shit in this country. Folks, we got to get off the hamster wheel. We have to. And we got to start talking about actual solutions and putting people in office that have actual solutions, not just screaming buzzwords over a microphone like all these fucktards in Congress right now. We have to actually start doing something that can make a difference for the long haul. And it looks like we're probably going to, as far as Congress, when I talk about them, Congress is like a field right now. We, we have to we're probably going to have to burn the whole field and start over. And I don't mean remove monuments and shit that other fucking idiots have been doing. I mean, we need to literally get every one of those sons of bitches out of office and start over. 
We need people that actually want to help build this country the right way. And again, I'll say it one more time. Call me arrogant, call me cocky, call me misogynistic, call me whatever you want. Until you prove me wrong, I fucking called it. Through me, the blind become sighted. And this is why I drink. Take care.